This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. That we are here right now to share the word. Let us pray even as we start. Father, we thank you for being with us by your spirit. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Bless us even as we share the word together. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, mighty to God, that God, you are with us. Bless the reading of your way and open up our eyes and our ears, Lord, to receive your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, <clears throat> thank you so much. Firstly, we apologize for coming in a little bit late. Uh, but I know that uh, we will still receive the weight even as God wants us to have. Now today, as we, this morning, we began to talk about the Palm Sunday, <clears throat> that this is Palm Sunday, this is the Sunday of the last week of Jesus before he was crucified. And so on, on Palm Sunday, we saw this morning that Jesus got a donkey, went into the city, and everybody came out from all areas to come and celebrate Jesus. Maybe that's where we can start reading Mark chapter 11. And then we will then come to the scripture that I want also to read. Now, in Mark chapter 11, it talks about the triumphal entry, you know, that Jesus entered into Jerusalem triumphantly. Yeah, and, and, I, and I like that, <clears throat> that he entered triumphantly. Now, what does that mean? He, he entered as a king, as an overcomer. Yeah, he didn't just sneak in somewhere in the back, but he entered triumphantly. We'll talk more about it uh, just now. Mark 11 verse 1. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethpage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, and he said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find a cold tide on which no one has ever said, Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and will send it back, to, uh, will send it back here immediately. And they went away and found a cold tide at a door outside in the street, and they untied it. And some of those standing there said to them, What are you doing, untying the cold? And they told them what Jesus had said, and they let them go. And they brought the cold to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he said on it, 
and many spread their clothes on the road and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields and those who went before and those who followed were shouting so there were people in front of the donkey and also at the back of it the donkey that was carrying jesus and they were shouting and also i guess on the side hosanna blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord now notice here the bible says that they were shouting you know blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord blessed is the coming kingdom of our father david hosanna in the highest and he entered jerusalem and went into the temple and when he had looked around at everything as it was already late he went out to bethany with the twelve now uh, this is the palm sunday and today we are celebrating palm sunday we are saying that this is sunday where jesus went into jerusalem now the first thing that we see here is that jesus went there triumphantly you know, as i say that he didn't just sneak at the back but he went out in triumph in victory you know just like those days when people would go to war and when they have won the war the battle they would come back with the people that they captured and uh, as they come back they would walk right through the center of the city of their city and uh, holding back or getting the the people that they capture the captives with them and they would be working triumphantly you know that we have overcome we are the victors here and so um the scenario here is the same you know that jesus went into jerusalem and when he got there he got a cold yeah and you know i i i thank god for people who are sensitive to the leading and the guidance of the holy spirit now jesus was fulfilling prophecy as we saw this morning that it was prophesied that he would do that according to Zechariah 9 verse 9 and so uh, he got a call he said on it yeah, and people then proclaimed that Hosanna in the highest blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord you know blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David Hosanna in the highest so they were proclaiming that God, that Jesus, you are the Messiah. You know, when they said Hosanna, they were proclaiming that Jesus, you are the Messiah. You are the one who comes. You are the one who have been, we have been waiting for. And they were celebrating. And as they were celebrating, they were taking off their cloaks, putting, laying it on the ground and the donkey would ride on it on them and also the leaves leafy uh, 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 you know 
branches that they had cut, the palm trees that they had cut. Other evangelists says that, you know, that uh, they cut the palm trees and they laid them on the ground and the donkey was riding on them. You know, they were honoring Jesus. They were giving him the best respect, the best honor that was there. That you are the Messiah. You are the King. You, you have, you are the one who's uh, bringing in a kingdom. You know, and the kingdom that has been promised from years past. That you are bringing in that kingdom. Yeah, and so uh, this is vital because uh, is the beginning of the establishment of the kingdom of God. Yeah, before then they had never been, um, you know, any any kingdom. They had never been. The, the people who were worshiping God were worshiping God by faith, by following rituals. Yeah, and that is why they were into the 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 physical things because God could not reach them in their hearts, but God was was able able to reach them through their through what they could see. Yeah, they had the lambs. Uh, that were slaughtered during Passover. You know, they had uh, the blood of animals for their sins. And they had oil that were put on them as consecration for the priests. You know, they had all of that. But now, uh, in the new kingdom, Jesus was saying that all of that was just a shadow of what I am bringing. You know what is coming forth and what was coming forth was the real was what was genuine and that is a relationship with God a personal relationship with God and so uh, he was ushering in when he entered into Jerusalem he was ushering in the kingdom that could not be held with hands. The kingdom that was spiritual, the kingdom that was supernatural, and that is the kingdom that we are having. That's the kingdom that we are in, the kingdom of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is why things are different, you know, that we serve God from a pure heart, from heart, from our spirit. We don't serve God with our understanding of from keeping by keeping rituals. We're saving God from our hearts that God will love you. We're having that relationship with God. And this is a blessing. So that is the kingdom that Jesus was bringing. Yeah, but now, uh, I want us to look at this. That Jesus knew what was going to happen. Yeah, let's go now to the book of Matthew. Matthew 16. Remember, Jesus was with his disciples here in Matthew 16. And they were somewhere in the north. And Jesus asked them, who do people say that I am? And, uh, you know, some say that you're Elijah, you're Moses, you're one of the prophets. 
And Jesus said, but who do you say that I am? And Peter said that you are the son of God. You are the Christ, the Messiah. You are the son of God. Yeah. And, and Jesus responded and said that flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven revealed it to you. And, 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 and he said that upon this rock, now which rock was it? Upon the revelation that I am the Messiah, not upon Peter. Yeah. Uh, he says you are Peter, and, and, which is a small stone. Yeah, but upon the rock of the revelation, upon the revelation that I am the Messiah, I'm going to build my church. So the church of the Lord Jesus Christ was never built on Peter. It was built on the revelation of what he said. Yeah, so that is very much important to understand. It was not built on a person, but it was built on the revelation that came through that person. Yeah, and many times we mix up all of this, you know, we, we confuse all of this. You know, Jesus asked people, he said that what makes, what is holy? Is it the gold in the temple or is it the temple that is holy? You know, that the gold is made holy by the temple, by the presence. It's not the gold and, 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 uh, and others that he was saying. And, and so, at times we mix up this and we look at the, the natural and then we hold on to the natural and we're thinking that the natural is what matters. It's not the natural. Yeah, it is the spiritual. And so here, in Matthew 16, it was what came out of Peter's mouth that God's church will be built upon. Yeah, it is not who Peter was. It is not what Peter. Oh, just think about this. If the church was built on Peter, depended on Peter. I mean, a few days after, you know, uh, uh, you know not long after he said that, uh, he denied Jesus. Yeah. Yes, Jesus restored him. But what I'm trying to say here is that it's not about the person. It's about what uh, was said. It's about the word of God. And so that's very much important for us to understand. Now, why I brought you to this scripture, you know, we, it, it's, it, it's because I want you to see that always Jesus had a view of his kingdom. You know, he knew what he came to do. He came to establish his kingdom. And so he was on a mission, and that one mission was to reunite people to God. Yeah, he was not in a mission of any other thing, but of anything that would draw people closer to God. You know, and establishing the body of Christ, establishing the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so as we continue reading here, yeah, he then told Peter that, uh, you are blessed and uh, uh, upon this rock I'm going to build my church and uh, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it you know against what against his church against his kingdom 
Yeah, he says that the gates of hell shall never prevail against him. You know, I'm so grateful to God that it does not matter uh, what, but the gates of hell, all the forces of darkness can never prevail against the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is what we are preaching and that is what we are having our faith on. And that is, no evil shall prevail against the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gates of hell shall never prevail. You know, no kingdom out there, no government out there, nothing out there that can prevail against the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, uh, that is the kingdom that we be, uh, belong in. And then he said that I will give you the keys of the kingdom in verse 19. I'll give you, Matthew 16 verse 19, I'll give you the keys. The keys talk uh, about authority. I'll give you the authority of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. And, uh, and, and, and he says that this is what I am giving you. The authority that you will exercise against the powers of darkness. Now he's saying that that authority is making you to be triumphant. It's making you to be successful. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Now say this with me, whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever I lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Yeah. Now that's exactly what God is talking about here. He says that I give you the keys of the kingdom. Do you belong to the kingdom of God? Then you have the keys of the kingdom of God. You have the authority to use, the authority to use, and that authority is the authority that he has given us in his name, you know, that we have that authority. Now, verse 21, it's what I want us to look at. Matthew 16, verse 21. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem. Yeah, he began to reveal to him. This was in his final year. He began to reveal to them that he must go to Jerusalem. Yeah, that is important for him to go to Jerusalem and suffer many things. He knew what was coming. He knew all the dangers that were ahead of him. He knew all of that. And so, uh, suffer many things from whom? From the elders. You know, from the church people. You know, from the religious people. He knew that they are going to come against him. Yeah, I pray that that spirit will never ever be upon us. Uh, that we will never ever be deceived in opposing the will and the purpose of God, or promoting the will and the purpose of God. I pray that uh, you know that we would be. I pray that we would never oppose the plan and the purpose of God. 
I pray that we will be able to see the plan of God in all this that is happening and never be part of that side that is opposing the kingdom of God. You know, that we should stand with the truth, stand with those that are preaching the gospel, and that we should never be sucked up in religion. You know, religion is lifeless. And, but, and then the Antichrist will come and will be in agreement with the false prophets. The false prophet is the leader of a wrong and evil uh, religion. You know, Jesus uh, talks about the Antichrist, those that are like Christ, you know, but they are not Christ. They are not for Christ, you know, but they take the garment. He says that they are like wolves in sheep's clothing. You know, they come in the name of religion, you know, but they are in agreement with what the world is doing to oppose the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, to come against the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, as the body of Christ, we need to be very much aware of that, that we are not to be part of those that are fighting the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us not fight it, but let us make sure that we agree with what the body of Christ is saying, what God is saying, you know, through his prophets, what God is saying through his uh, leaders that he has appointed, what God is saying, that would be in agreement with the word of God. And so Jesus knew that he's going into a place, a hostile place, a place that is against the church, that is against this new thing uh, of Christianity. Uh, he's going into a place where Christianity had not started at that time, but what Jesus was preaching. He's going into a place that was hostile to Jesus Christ. And so he says that he knew he must go there. And so it was not a mistake that he went there. Everything was planned you know, that he went into, uh, into Jerusalem the way that he did. It was prophesied. It was God's plan. Uh, and so he went in and what happened? He knew that he was going to suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes. That he was going to suffer, you know, from whom? Uh, from the elders, you know, from the chief priests, and from the scribes. Yeah. And so, and, and not only suffer, but be killed, you know, be killed also. Yeah, that they are going to beat him, we will see throughout this week, even as we celebrate the uh, Passion Week. Every day, what, what happened? Uh, you know, each day of the week. Uh, so Jesus knew that he was going to suffer. Uh, but he was prepared to go, even though he knew that he was going to suffer. Yeah, and, and that he would be killed. Yeah, but, you know, after killed, there is no full stop. You know, but it's a comma. You know, in other words, that... Uh, killed is part of the process, but it's not 
the end result. Yeah, and that's what gives me joy. Uh, that, uh, you know, it does not matter what you might suffer. That is not the end. You know, you are victorious at the end. Yeah, it does not matter the opposition. You are victorious at the end. And so, the Church of Jesus Christ, let us stay focused to what is called. Let us stay focused to the preaching of the gospel and to the encouraging of the brethren. Yeah, and the church will always bounce back. You know, as long as Jesus has not come, the church will always bounce back. It will always be victorious. Uh, it, you, 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 might, you might try to stop it, yeah, but it will always come up. Yeah, you might try to arrest its leaders, but uh, the church will continue. Yeah, so, uh, the church will continue all the time. Yeah, and, and, and that is what excites me. Yeah, that I belong to the kingdom that cannot be stopped. I belong to the kingdom that will prevail, even against danger. That the kingdom will prevail. Yeah. And so, uh, but after kill, there is a comma, and what comes after comma? And it, on the third day, be raised. Yeah. On the third day, he will be raised. Yeah. So, Jesus knew as he was entering on that Sunday, he was entering Jerusalem, he knew that the next Sunday, I would be coming out of the grave. I would have overcome death. I would have overcome evil. Yeah, that I will stand up victorious, not for me, but for all those who believe in me. And so that is, that is, that is the joy that he had even as he entered into Jerusalem triumphantly. He was saying that I am stepping in and I am bringing in a new kingdom. I'm excited about this new kingdom. I'm excited about what God is establishing. You know, because this new kingdom will be like a stone that is hewn from the mountain, the rock, and that rock will crush all kingdoms, just like we read this morning. You know, he knew that the people that will come out of this salvation that I have brought, that those people will be unstoppable. They will move on and move on and move on. The gospel will continue, will continue, will continue, that it will never be stopped. And so, that is why he went in triumphantly into Jerusalem, because he had a view and understanding that I am here to establish a kingdom that will never be stopped. Yeah, and thank God that you and I belong to that kingdom. And so we want to thank God. And, and that is why we need to really stay charged up. You know, stay charged up in the word of God. Because we belong to the kingdom that cannot be overthrown. That cannot be stopped. It's a kingdom that will prevail at all times. And so it's a kingdom that God has given us. 
and it's a kingdom that we need to uh, stay in it and we need to be active in it uh, this is not a time to be cold-hearted this is not the time to come against the church but this is the time to be excited about God and about uh, what God is doing this is the time to be on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ and let me tell you it's not time to compare churches right now you know that oh I belong to this church our church is better than that church our church does this you know better than that church I mean those are gimmicks that we are not supposed to be in yeah, this is the time whereby we need to continue to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and not only to uh, share the gospel but to get people live for God this is the time for that you know it's not time to go and recruit people who are Christians who are serving God in other uh, you know uh, uh, churches that are on fire for God that are serving God it's not time for that I mean that is unnecessary you know and it's not time for you to leave your church that is excited that is serving God to go for another church you know it's not time for that it's time to keep to hold uh, on to the plow and never look back it's time to do the work of God where you are where God wants you to be it's time to hold on to that and to serve God yeah that's what this is for because we are in the kingdom that God has established for a purpose yeah and the kingdom will never end and so Jesus entered into Jerusalem with that mindset and he knew that I am raising up people that will overcome all situations I'm raising up people that will be more than conquerors and we who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus and we are triumphant in Christ Jesus we are victorious we are overcomers in Christ Jesus and so he entered triumphantly for you and I yeah that is the reason why he did it you see Jesus didn't have to go to Jerusalem he didn't have to but he did it for you and I that you and I would also be part of his victory that you and I can experience the victory that he would have accomplished through Passover. And so he did it for you and I. He didn't do it just for me. I mean, just for himself. You know, he did it for all of us, for the whole world. He suffered for the whole world, that people, the whole world would come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us uh, that uh, Jesus died for the whole world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish. God does not want you to perish. God does not want you to be, uh, to be 
you know, deceived and be taken into Satan's web. But he, he said that no one should perish, but uh, everyone who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ would receive eternal life. Whoever believes in him should not die, you know, but should receive eternal life. And so that's what he did. That's what he, he went to Jerusalem for. You know, it is for that salvation. Remember that he has righteousness, Zechariah 9 verse 9, and healing also, you know, righteousness and salvation. You know, that's what the Bible says, righteousness and salvation. So he came into Jerusalem for salvation. You know, that you and I would be saved. That you and I would believe in him and not perish, but have everlasting life. And so, child of God, this is a great time that we are living in. That you and I would be born again. That you and I would be saved. Now, I know that there are different people watching this program all the time. And uh, that's why... We want to give people an opportunity to be saved. You say, Pastor, but what does it mean to be saved? <clears throat> that is if you are not saved. Well, to be saved is you put your trust in Jesus. You give your life to Jesus. You surrender your life to Jesus. You make Jesus the Lord of your life. That is to be saved. Yeah, now, when you do that, you are being transformed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. There is a kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness is opposing the kingdom of God. The kingdom of darkness is trying by all means to deceive people into its agenda. And so God wants to take you out of that kingdom, the kingdom of darkness. And he wants to put you into the kingdom of God where you will serve God. So the only way that we come into the kingdom of God is through Jesus Christ, putting your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, trusting Jesus and nobody else. And so if maybe that is you, you say, Pastor, can you please pray for me? I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to pray for you. And you know, right where you are, say this prayer with me. Father God, I realize that I need you in my life to be my Lord and to be my Savior. I ask you, God, that you save me. You wash me by your blood. You make me your child today in the name of Jesus. I surrender my life to you. I give you my life. And I make a commitment that as from today, I will live for you. I will serve you. I will die. I will do everything for you. I am even prepared to die for you as you died for me. Thank you, Jesus. You are the Lord of my life. Amen. Amen. You know, now you are born again. If you pray this prayer for the first time, you're born again. You are a child of God. You are a new creator. 
in Christ Jesus. That's what the Bible talks about. And so, uh, thank God and welcome to the kingdom of God. Now, I want all of us right now to spend time, this remaining minutes, you know, to pray and to come before God. Now, what are we going to pray for? We're going to pray that you remain strong in God. We're going to pray that you remain firm in God, that you would not be deceived by any other thing, but you would remain strong in God. Can we make that prayer right now? Follow me, even as I lead you in this prayer. Say, Father God, I am praying that I would remain strong in you, that nothing shall shake me off from you, in the name of Jesus. I pray that my faith would remain strong in you, in Jesus' name. Just like Jesus prayed for Peter, that his faith, say it, that his faith would not fail him. I am praying that my faith will not fail me in serving God. Thank you, God, for helping, for helping me right now in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to continue to say that in your own ways, even as we pray. Father, we pray. Let's pray together right now out of, uh, in your own ways, saying, Father, I thank you right now that God, even as you have given us the opportunity to pray for ourselves, I pray, mighty God, that we would remain strong in you. Our faith would remain strong in you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that God would be steadfast in, ours, in you, God, in our salvation, in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that God would never be removed will never be sidetracked in any other way, but we would remain firm in you, in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, God, for doing that by your Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, secondly, I want you to pray right now. Uh, pray that the fire of God would never be extinguished in your heart, that you would remain strong in God, that you would remain on fire in God, in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray that right now in Jesus' name as we pray. Father, we pray right now that we would remain strong in you. I pray, mighty God, that we would remain firm in you. I pray, Lord, that the fire of the Lord would continue to burn in our hearts that would never fade in any way, but that God would remain strong and fired up in you, in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for everyone watching this video, Lord. I pray that God, they would remain strong in God. They would remain firm in God. I pray that the fire of God would continue to burn in their hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that they would never be 
sidetracked, they will never ever be deceived. Lord, you said in your way that false prophets will come. And if it was possible to deceive the elect, I pray that God, that your children would never ever be deceived in any way in the name of Jesus Christ. But that God, they would remain strong in you, in Jesus' name. I thank you, mighty God, for the waking of your spirit right now in their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for doing it by your spirit this day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I believe that the fire of God will continue burning in your heart, in your spirit. You know, that the grace of God will be there upon you. In Jesus' name. That you will remain fired up in God. In the name of Jesus Christ. So brethren, we are so much excited. We have come to the end of uh, today's program. And so, I want to encourage you that you remain strong. You remain firm. You remain uh, fired up in God. And you remain committed to the things of God. Now, what happens should Jesus comes today, we are going to heaven. You know, should, he, should rapture happen today, we are going to heaven. And I'm so excited about it. And should he not come today, and we come to all this uh, problem, you know, that we come over into the other side of the coronavirus or the pandemic, that it's there, we will continue preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We will continue serving God. We will continue being committed to God. We will continue serving our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that is what we will do. You know, we'll continue doing the work of the ministry. And so, uh, let's continue to do the work of God to be on, on, on fire in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us continue to do that. And also, uh, I want to encourage you to continue. We really appreciate all your tithes and your offering. Uh, and so the banking details are out there even as we receive the tithes and offering. And uh, may the Lord richly bless you even as you do that. You visit our website cfcpolokwane.com and also our Facebook page uh, it is God's Tabernacle CFC uh, so that you can follow us there and God will bless you even as you follow us right there so thank you so much for joining in tonight and may the Lord bless you tomorrow Oh, I've got an exciting message and uh, in the evening, Monday evening, we'll be looking at what happened uh, about Jesus and, and we'll, we'll, taking, we'll be taking a lesson from what happened on Monday of the Passover, what happened then. And so don't forget about that. Tune in tomorrow at 6 o'clock p.m. You know, at 18 hour, tune in and the Lord will bless you. 
And so from me, God bless you. I love you and I appreciate you. And thank you so much for sharing this program. And thank you so much also for, uh, you know, all your comments. I always read them. They are so much refreshing, you know, to see all of you commenting and, you know, saying something there. And so, so, so thank you so much. May the good Lord richly bless you. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.